This episode is brought to you by our top patrons, by that dirty little bear of a man, BJ DeBlow. He would have started his own podcast, but he was too chicken shit. And if you like the Open Micers podcast, but think Jay is too handsome, then check out the Jester's Court, hosted by Jason's fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn, found wherever podcasts are given away for free. This episode of Open Micers podcast is brought to you by Daniel Salmon, who wanted me to say, I just wanted to see Jacob get tamed. That's right. That's a thing that we're doing. It's happening this weekend on Mother's Day. It's my mom's Mother's Day present. Jason's going to fucking tase me. And we also have to give a big fat shout out to Derek Diamond and Kathy Gutierrez Figueroa. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. If you want to be as cool as them, go to www.openbikerspodcast.com. Let's play the music. Music can only mean one thing. It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and I get few joys in life, but one of them is not telling our guests that they won't be able to hear the music, and that causes fun. (laughs) Well, see, they were supposed to be able to hear the music, and I upgraded everything for the show, and now everything fucking doesn't work like it's supposed to. So, great. Fantastic. I was imagined to just... (laughs) Really awesome song. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's probably what what you imagine is probably better than our theme song. Oh my God! What awful, uh, awful uh, technical problems we've had. So we're just doing this the old-fashioned way. And joining us tonight, we have two guys that I'm very excited to talk to. Up first, we have Mr. Robbie Henning. Both of these guys are from the Old Rob Podcast. So, Mr. Robbie Henning, say hi. Hello. And, of course, we have Mr. Jesse McCann. Hello. Hello. So tell, tell me the genesis of the Old Rob podcast, because I had, I've known you guys for decades now. And, uh, Robbie, I had no idea you were such a good storyteller. So tell the people how, the, how this came about. <laughs> My God, we've been telling stories for years. Uh, the more you drink, the more you talk, too. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it was, came about a few ways. Uh, it was kind of funny. Um, I think the last few years, especially the last couple of years, the just the uh, general <laughs> environment in the air um, has been quite negative and um, a little downer um, oh, in yeah. politics and everything else. You know, um, I was feeling kind of down. And, you know, I, I like to do, you know, as you know, I've been in bands and like to play music and I like to like art and just was looking for some other way to kind of just escape, you know, and um, just kind of passing around a few ideas with some people. My friend David, our friend David Seymour, and oh yeah, and uh, but uh, there was all really came together one night. Um, me and Jesse there, we uh, we had a man a man's uh, weekend. He has a cabin out at <laughs> Sounds sexy. <laughs> oh, it was more like broke broke back mountain. Yeah, a lot of a lot of, a lot of you know oil and. But um, we uh, candles, man. We had candles too. Candles. <laughs> Those scentsy candles that he's selling. Um, we uh, he's got a this amazing cabin in the woods by the mountains in Oregon here, and uh, we went and just was hanging out there just to get away. And uh, we're sitting there, man, drinking at this table just right across from each other. And uh, I was telling some stories, some 
up story of some show or something at my house years ago and Jesse was just cracking up we were cracking up about it and he's like man this this will make a good podcast and I'm like what you know what are you talking about he's like this right here man just me and you you telling stories and just just laugh that's that's it that's the whole thing I'm like who the hell wants to hear stories about you know he said you know he's like Man, you have you had an interesting life growing up. Like everyone has a you know has stories. Like you're just you so much far out shit that you know it's just always you know interesting and funny. And uh, I was like, I, I don't know. I, I never thought about doing anything like that. So got to brainstorm with David Seymour one day on a drive up to see uh, our friend Paul Blacksmith up here in Washington. And uh, David and I were going back and forth, and he was like, "Man, that's an amazing idea." You know, he's like, "That shit would be funny," you know, and uh just kind of had some ideas and um and then uh you know Justin and I just talked about it again and he said look I got everything at my house uh you know Jesse has some podcasts going on and he he's amazing did you know recording all kinds of music and everything his whole life and uh he's like just come over we'll just sit down and just put two mics and just record so Jesse do you have like a a home uh, home studio or that you guys record in (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've got a, a makeshift studio in my garage that over the years have just have collected, you know, all kinds of equipment. And, uh, and I've, I've been uh, using that space for recording anything I feel like recording. And so a couple of years ago, I started my own sort of guitar related podcast and did that for like a year and a half. Um, and it was pretty successful. I, you know, learned a lot of how, about how to do it taught myself a lot about editing and all that kind of stuff and um, uh, that's sort of how the uh, the idea sparked me when when I was we were hanging out uh, at the cabin and I was just thinking like you know this this is this would easily I could easily turn this story into something uh, into release on a podcast it would you know and that's why I mentioned it to him because it wasn't like it wasn't like uh I think if I hadn't had the experience or knew what I was doing with all the pod, the prior podcasts that I had done, um, it might not have been something I just sort of blurted out like that. You know, I was, I was confident that I could, I could handle just ha- like, it, it would be su- one of the easiest things is having two people in the same room. Recording. Well, it sounds really good. Uh, a lot of people don't have that good a sounding pod, like a professional sounding podcast when they've, first come out the oh, gate because like you go back guess. and yeah. listen to my first podcast and they're freaking awful like <laughs> unlistenable bad well i mean think about it if you if you had to start a whole new podcast think of what you know you you wouldn't do again yeah right? it's yeah. just that's just how it works like i when when robbie and i started talking about well what do we want you know we we actually we we did a kind of pilot a test pilot episode we got feedback from friends and they were like, yeah, it's funny, but it's not really like flowing very well. And so, you know, we went back and we talked about what we do better to make the story, you know, a little more interesting. And, um, and then from there came all the ideas about, well, we should put, like, put some intro music in there. We could make it more. Who like, does the intro really... music, by the way? I wanted to, that was one of the first things I wanted to ask you about. Was that you that wrote that's that all, music? It's all me. It's, it's all so me. good. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everything thanks. we've so everything we own everything was you know ours uh you know, jesse with the music the intros the, you know the art you know was done by again by david yeah 
that the yeah. podcast art just completely just yeah. encapsulates everything that the show is about. And Absolutely. if you've never listened, like anybody listening to this, if you've never checked out the old Rob podcast, it's basically just it's just Rob telling these amazing stories of growing up here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And the funny thing is, like when I listened to the, the first couple episodes, like what year did you graduate? Because we went to the same high school. 92. 92. So I was in, we were like three years apart. I graduated in 95. So you yeah. were already like, the, the stories of Robbie Henning were legendary <laughs> around the <laughs> Iberville <laughs> High were, School dude, after you rules. left. Oh my God. So there were rules. Like there were new rules. At yes, the there were rules put in place because of you. <laughs> My kids were, my kids ended up going to the high school. They were, they were like, we can't do this or this or this. And I'm like, yeah. It's because of you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, like listening to those. And I think people will enjoy, like when I first heard the podcast, it was so good. I'm like, if this doesn't turn into some kind of like Netflix series or something <laughs> like the world, there's no justice in the world because there's no way this kind of, sh all this kind of shit happens to one person. And it does. And you encapsulated it with the last episode where you're exactly like Forrest Gump. You, you are the living Forrest Gump. Like you could sue and, and win a, a court case <laughs> against Robert I, I, Zemeckis. I'd have a good argument. I'd have a great argument. I, yeah, and I didn't think about that till later. It was like, wow, what an interesting situation. Um, yeah, it, um, it, it just... I think just growing up it was just stories were just natural for us too. Uh, you know, I grew up and I remember every Sunday after church. So my family would go to my grandpa, my grandparents out, in the, you know, out in the woods and uh, we'd eat dinner. And every Sunday we'd sit, my grandpa would pop in his eight track, Jerry Clower uh, cassettes <laughs> dude, and just laugh our asses off and just hearing Jerry Clower stories. And like, Every time, the same shit, because it's the same A-track, you know, over and over. And uh, we would just sit around laughing, and that just, I remember that. Between that and, you know, going to the barber shops, and hearing the old men tell stories, and, you know, just everywhere you went um, growing up in the South, especially down there. And, uh, it was just a part of our life, you know. Yeah. Natural. Yeah, I mean, Robbie's, you know, Robbie's lived out here for some time now, and, and he and I have, have grown, you know, closer as friends, and, like, he tells these stories and it's there's stories that i've known because i you know some of them i lived through but <laughs> but also just you know knowing that he, he knowing who he is and having you know what he's what he's been through um you know he's told these stories to me multiple times and not all of them because some of these i'm like most of them i would say that we've recorded at this point i'd say like the first four i kind of knew and and you know but the rest of them are like, are you, what is happening right now? But, you know, he's told these stories in such a way that um, it's it, it, like he's had this, uh, he's he's had some time actually to even to perfect, sort of perfect his own delivery of, them, you know, yeah. um, over the, over the last several years, because, um, uh, you know, we get together, we see Paul sometimes, and then these stories come out. He just starts telling, we all start laughing our asses off. You know, it's just, I think, I think that's another reason why, it's it, it works really quickly for us. Like we we were even kind of surprised about how how well like the first few episodes sounded. You know, in terms of the flow, like it was just it was like 
you know, um, but it was because I think we've had this history of just hanging out and talking. I and mean, this, this is how we talk. This isn't like, we're not scripting anything. This is just yeah. how we hang out. And so it just somehow magically worked on the microphones. We weren't, ne neither one of us were getting, you know, camera shy or microphone shy or whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty just, shy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, there's no script. There's no, so Jesse has no idea what the story will be when I show up. I show up at his house. I play with his kids for a minute, you know, and his dogs. And we go out in the garage. We sit down. We turn it on. We, we you know, catch up for a second. And then we, we just start. There's no, we never record twice. We never, it's well, just. Well, definitely, every, every episode's it adds to the story when you're when you're telling these stories and you have Jesse cracking up yeah. in the background because it's just so <laughs> ridiculous. It's like that's what makes it. It's like everything oh, yeah. meshes together to make the perfect storytelling experience. No, I, I just don't think it would work if it was just Robbie telling the story. Right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, even even if you went to like some high production thing where you had all this like sound effects and stuff like that it, it would be funny but it just i mean it doesn't work unless you have a, li a live audience there with him yeah. responding to to it you know yeah yeah you know uh, david seymour said uh he, his idea in the beginning was he said you know you need to make this like you're sitting at a bar and it's just you and the bartender and bartenders <laughs> leaning over the bar that's almost what it's like drink. yeah and he's like <laughs> and you're telling a story and it's like and that's just how it works we didn't but that his description of that—that's exactly what. Yeah. It, it's funny because I, I started listening on the second episode. I I downloaded the first two episodes because I every, all of my friends, you know, all of our mutual friends were talking about it, and I didn't know anything, know much about it because I'd been avoiding Facebook like the plague for the last few years, and um, didn't know much about it. So when I went to listen to it, the first couple episodes, I didn't know that was you, Jesse. Because you guys don't, you don't introduce yourselves. You don't like, hi, this is Jesse. This is like, you just, you get the theme music and then it's just immediately, you guys are like already in the middle of a conversation and you just right. go for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, who is that second voice? And I went back and like, like holy <laughs> shit, that's Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of, I don't know if we intentionally did that or if we just, you know, we just wanted to make it about the stories, not about, I mean, I say not about us because it's fucking shows old Rob, but. <laughs> It's, it's more of like we didn't want to make it that. It was just more of like just like that. These two guys sit down telling stories Yeah, I, I mean, I had gone back and forth with like, should we do some kind of intro at the beginning of each show and talk about like, you know, set it up in some way or, you know, and I realized like there's some, there might be some disadvantages to not telling anybody who you are. <laughs> but. But I also like the, you know, like that it just, it makes you kind of have to look a little harder. Like, you know, you, our names are listed on the show. If you go to the show notes, they're yeah. right there. But, but I'm, you know, I, I kind of like the, it, it might have been something that carried over from, you know, when Robbie and I were talking a lot, we were recording a few, a number of these stories were recorded before we actually launched the show. And so during that time we were, you know, there was some, there was discussion about like, you know, reminiscing on punk rock days and stuff and bands we were in and all that stuff. And so I started to think it might be kind of cool just to, in some ways, emulate the, the same kind of approach where you just, you just go, you just like this, just get going. And, you know, don't, I'm not going to 
put a bunch of frills in there. The theme music's like 30 seconds long. It's, you know, like, I like that idea and just, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then there's an outro and it's, it's over. Well, you think, know, like at some point, yeah, at some point we'll do something where we're like, hey, let's talk a little bit about us. But for now, well, it's not I, like. And I like your attitude about it because it, I feel the same way about podcasting is like we all came, all three of us came from, you know, the, the punk rock scene that was here in the 90s. And yeah. we all have that fuck it do it yourself attitude and that's why i like podcasting so much is because it's all diy i do everything i want to do and yeah. i don't have to give a shit i don't have to listen to anybody i don't have to do what anybody else says except for jacob but i don't really listen to him either right and he hasn't no, even I'll, said I'll... anything this whole time so fuck him uh. <laughs> well, you know all, all i have to do is make it funny you know, you you show up and do everything and then I, I show up and everyone laughs but uh, that's I was just I was sitting here thinking that Jesse and Rob actually looked like me and you if we had our shit together. Yeah, it's like it's like Dude, the light side just, and the dark the side. The banger thing is really weird right now. <laughs> yeah. and Jacob wore a blue shirt. I'm like, I'm glad he got the email. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, two guys with hair got the email for blue shirt. But uh, yeah, the, I, yeah I, we've known each other for so long, and and and. It's just funny to hear you talk about these stories, uh, shit that I heard secondhand, you know, years ago. <laughs> and it's just, I, I don't know. I think people, if people would just give it a, a chance to, and just listen to it, even though, you know, I got something out of it because I am, we're all from the same area and we all know the same, like we talk about the same places and, you know, we, we both went to the same high school, even though we weren't there at the same time, we, we were all came up in the punk rock scene here and just to hear like all this stuff that was happening, you know, <laughs> like away from me, but all this stuff's going and it's, it's just so cool to hear those stories. And I, I think even if you're not like from this area or whatever, you can get something out of it because it's, even though these stories are so out there and just the crazy shit that you do, it's still yeah. relatable. <laughs> and I know that's weird to say, but it yeah. is. Well, I think too, you know, there was another aspect of the show was also a, kind of a, you know, it was kind of a introduction to people who only have a cliche knowledge of Mississippi. Exactly. And, uh, for me, man, growing up on the Gulf Coast especially was, I mean, people don't realize, like you said, like the punk scene we had and just the normal people were not just all wearing, you know, overalls and yeah we're not all hillbillies like i mean (laughs) some of us are but but they're also fun you know and i think it's also like it's such a unique mix and i kind of bring that up of like one night i'm coon hunting the next next night i'm at a punk show at someone's house you know getting naked jumping you know and just rocking out like what who else has had that life in this country i don't know maybe it's all maybe everywhere but uh I think it's pretty unique, and I think it's that's what makes us who we are down there. People on the Gulf Coast are fucking crazy, dude. I put people on the Gulf Coast up against anyone in the world. They're the craziest motherfuckers in the world. Like, and I love that about them, man. They're all crazy. It's know? just such a mix of so many different kind of people. Yeah. yeah. And I have Jesse's reaction to, to most of the shit you say sometimes, too. Like, talking about going coon hunting like who the fuck goes coon hunting like that's such a like 1930s thing to do oh yeah i know man and, and then, like i say also you know i say a lot show, but it's like I, I always gravitate to those the, you know the, i say the outcasts the rebels the, 
the punk rock, the punk rock of this, the punk rock of that. I call it, you know, punk rock's not just the, you know, oh, you know, the look, the mohawk, and the, you know, the t-shirt, but it's like going out and finding these things, the craziest people doing the most weird things that I, I just, the punk rock of this, punk rock of that, and uh, it's true. It's just, I, man, you meet these people and you're like, holy shit, they're they're nuts. <laughs> like, I like these guys, man. So, are we ever gonna uh, get any crazy Jesse stories? Because I, I know you've probably got some wild road stories too. Because you, I don't know if anybody doesn't know Jesse, you know, especially local people. Like, if you remember a band called Winterset, which was a really badass, like punk rock, uh, almost like. Uh, what would you describe Winterset as like a almost like the rush of punk rock? I don't know. It's weird to describe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was some like later in the, the later years of the band, we got a little more progressive with our writing. Yeah, that's what so, I was trying to think like progressive yeah. punk rock. Right. Right. It's kind of progressive punk in a way. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've got stories and, and uh, I, in fact, you know, it's, Thinking uh, there may be a time soon where where we talk a little bit about some of the tour stories from that band, or even from a from an earlier band we were in called Crooked Letter Youth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, I'd love to bring like uh, probably bring Paul in for a couple of those stories because I'm going to need some help with certain details. Because <laughs> you know, I got in trouble with my grandparents because of Crooked Letter Youth once. <laughs> I went to a show. Oh yeah. And uh, you guys actually printed out, like, did this, like, 11 by 17 sheet of lyrics for the album. And I had that, and I took it home. It was in my pocket, but it fell out. I borrowed my grandpa's car to go to that show, and that that lyric sheet (laughs) fell out of my pocket, and my grandparents found it. And I I got, like, a three-hour lecture (laughs) because of the lyrical content of Crooked Letter Youth. They were so worried about me after that. They're like, something's <laughs> wrong with him. <laughs> you need to get back in church. <laughs> exactly. That, that was what I got. Like, you need to get back in church, son. And, and not the same. It's completely kind of out there, but similar. Uh, I, my brother and I, he started, he learned to drive, right? My brother and I took the family car out. And uh, it's big, big Buick. And I had a cassette tape. And this is when NWA, dude, just hit the scene. <laughs> right? I mean, this shit was... So my brother and I were playing this fuck the police and all this shit. And we got the tape in there. We're jamming at the family car, right? Or we forgot we left the damn tape in there. <laughs> Dude, my dad was a preacher at the church. That shit came on full blast. Look. Oh my God. Look, he came, he came to our house. He came home and he put it, he sat us down. And I'm sitting there going, What's what's this about? When that when that tape came up and he i saw it, it was like slow motion he threw it at us he said how does this sound motherfuckers <laughs> fuck you fuck we were just sitting here just mortified we're like oh shit he's like he just went off man it, it was just of course i my brother's like it was robbie he was <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> i'll take it but oh my god dude i've there was some. I had to. I had to start going to church on Wednesday nights too. Uh, you got anything you want to ask, Jacob? I've been kind of hogging them over here. Yeah. No, well, I I think that a lot of uh, 
these stories uh a lot of them are from childhood too but i think when you get into like music or comedy or anything like that where you're hanging out with this kind of eclectic mix of people i think that that's kind of when shit happens like i don't know going to the hospital in a chicken suit or some <laughs> shit like that that's I what i was gonna that. say like you saw These that comment. The stories wouldn't, see that, yeah. wouldn't have been nearly what they were if not for Robbie doing something completely out of left field. Like just yeah. like putting the 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 um the the elephant head on to go to the casino. Yeah. Like who does that shit? <laughs> I don't know what I it, it is. It's like um it's just the shit that's always in my brain. It's always the I have no idea. I and I saw a, a, a picture of you a few weeks ago where you went to, out to a bar with our mutual friend David, and you were dressed like a luchador. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> that's recent. Stories to come. There'll be, yeah, a, there'll that's be a an story episode to come. of that. Good. I was hoping that was going to be an episode. <laughs> Wait, so are you, you're still doing crazy shit like this <laughs> <Yeah>. often? <laughs> Every now and then, yeah. And you know Every what's funny? Yeah. And Monsters Anonymous, like Robbie's daughter is in the movie as one of the main zombies. I got this signed. Oh uh, yeah, I got a signed uh, poster from there with uh, Mr. Uh, Robbins on there. Yeah, um, but his daughter that. is in the movie as one of the main zombies up front, and she had a speaking role, but she didn't want to say anything because she's so shy. I'm like, you're Robbie's daughter. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> Hey man, you can't. They are who they are, right? You know, um, they have their own. They have their own weirdness and things they do. So, um, you know, I mean, I think too, it's good to point out that, like, um, I mean, that's not my. I'm not. That's not my entire life all the time. Just right, getting fucked up and doing shit. All day. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's, you know, I think it goes back to talking about like this show starting too. Um, there was a pretty big period after Hurricane Katrina. I was just trying to kind of just kind of, I mean, sounds sappy, but kind of trying to like rediscover yourself and just kind of, kind of starting. I was starting a new career as a nurse, and uh, you know, and I uh, we moved away from Mississippi, and it was kind of a chance to kind of, kind of start over, and uh, you know, just kind of break free from all the craziness because the expectations sometimes down the coast were crazy. I mean, I'd show up at parties, and it's like everyone expected automatically this shit was going to get absolutely <laughs> and you're like I, I just want to watch the band they're like yeah whatever <laughs> like and then so um you know there was this period of time where it kind of kind of separated kind of felt like I don't you know myself sounds funny like you know I was like I gotta get back to that I, I love that that's that's who I am it's, it's fun it's what I like to do so uh yeah it was just um it's just it's weird how you just kind of Life is, you know, it's just this flow of just stuff. But I've always been doing shit, like Jacob would say, like, like the one talking about the notes, the the messages. I've been leaving mess. I've been leaving little notes and stuff everywhere my whole life. You know, uh, oh, the notes. Story. Oh, I remember when our our mutual friend Matt lived in that apartment you guys were talking about, and he was finding those damn notes everywhere. <laughs> And he was like showing me one time. He's like, "Freaking Robbie Hennig, leaving these notes everywhere. I'm gonna be finding notes for the next ten years." Oh, man. And I forgot about half of it. You know, I, that's the funny thing. Like, I, there is bits and pieces. Is it again, like my point of view, what I can remember based on um, 
but he sent me messages after that show and he was like brush your teeth with this fucker drink out of this fucker he was like son of a bitch he's like this thing, there's things were everywhere it was i was just laughing the whole morning just walking around his house by myself just just slapping him everywhere i was like he ain't gonna find this shit and, uh, so, I, and jesse i know you have to go here in just a little bit so if you need to duck out um yeah just cool. it, all good <laughs> we know you okay. got to get running yeah yeah appreciate it but uh <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, Robbie, that um, you had an episode completely about Cookie, the janitor. Yeah. And uh, Cookie, the janitor, was uh, just one of those dudes that, like, people, everybody made fun of him, but everybody loved him at the same time. And that was such a fun episode to listen to because I have a small Cookie story myself where uh, me and a friend of mine were walking down Senior Hall in 12th grade and there was no it was during lunchtime there was nobody in senior hall it was just us us two walking down the hall and that's where the janitor's uh their office was was in that hallway and i'm in this hallway there's nobody in there and i just let out the most hellacious burp like just like as loud as i could and then I oh, see, yeah. like down the hall i see cookie's head pop out of the door and he goes get me on you he was a dude and what's funny is like like i said this story like he was he was just a normal dude outside of school too like i got hang out with him and like in his his business and uh and it was funny because when i was making the doing the description of him i didn't have a picture of him Someone sent me that picture mm-hmm. later from the annual, and it was like Jesse was laughing. He's like, "Dude, this is to the T how you describe." I was gonna send you a picture if I could find my uh, senior annual. I couldn't find it. I looked for it. The my friend, one of my best friends that I've grown up with, wrote the funniest freaking thing in there because they had, um, you know, they had the 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 lunch staff and the the janitorial staff all in one picture. So it was Cookie and like all the lunch ladies. And my, my friend Josh writes the <laughs> new A he wrote the new A team over the top of it. <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I was going to send that to you. Man, yeah. You know, I um I actually before we did that episode, I uh I reached out to his daughter. And Is he still said, alive or no? No, he passed away um, oh. back in like 2007, something like that. Um, and uh, I reached out just, I ended up connecting through a few other people. And I just text, I got her number and I just text her and say, hey, you just FYI. I just thought I would just be respectful to like let her know. You know, we were doing the episode and that, um, but I think it was a very, it was a, res- it was a respectful and also funny. You know, I, it was just, uh, I thought it was great. And, uh, but, yeah, so many characters, man. There's characters everywhere, all around this, and especially through our school, man. I just think that just don't lose sight of that. Just, yeah, I, any of them. You can pick any. I mean, Mr. Britton. It's just him alone. There's a whole. Jeez, I don't know if he was your principal or vice principal when you were there. He was the I, vice principal when I was there. Yeah, so many of them passed away, you know. So it's like that's it's like this history, um, and. uh but there is so well, many. There's, there'll be so many other episodes about other teachers too. Growing Miss, up, do you so. remember uh, the the algebra teacher, Mr. Boland? Dude, I... <laughs> he used to have this key ring on his belt. He like like a fucking jailer. Just had like a hundred keys on this keys. thing, and <laughs> he used to run into the men's or the boys' bathroom to catch people smoking. 
<laughs> I was in there one day and I was just in there peeing, but everybody's in there smoking real quick, you know, like in between classes. And my friend Johnny comes running and had his voice down perfect, but he like came in jingling his keys. Like, what are y'all doing in here? And all you heard was pss, 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 all the cigarettes going out. Everybody was pissed. Like, dude, you idiot. Why you made me waste a cigarette? Man, that guy. Yeah, he was a little, he was insane. Yeah, and I'm, I'm starting to thinking like all those keys were probably the keys to all the people, all the kids that he had locked probably. up. Probably. Cages somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would think a janitor would have a, a big ass key ring, but not like the algebra teacher. Like, what do you have? What are these keys for? Yeah. Yeah. We, not a funny story, but we, he, he pissed me. He got in my face in the class one day because I was making noises or some shit. I was causing a disruption of some sort. He come over and I remember he put, he puts his uh, hands on the desk, on my desk in the front of me. And he, he leaned down and he said, he said something. And I, and I said, you know, get the fuck out of my face. Of course, everybody in the room was like, oh God. And then, um, and then something just struck me and I'm like, he goes, once he's walking back to his desk, um, I took my math book and I just threw it <laughs> at him. And this thing, this dude, this thing hit the, hit the back, hit the um, chalkboard. And it just, I mean, loud. Well, the door was open. This is a building. Mr. Richardson's walking down the hall at this time. I mean, I, this is, I had been doing all the other shit too at this time. So Richardson sees it and I'm I, now I'm, I'm scooting desks. And I, and I said, I forgot what it was like, put your fucking finger in my face again. And now he's shaking and he's freaking out. And Richardson walks straight in, puts me in a headlock, <laughs> drags me out into the hall. It closes the door. And then he, he, he puts his arm around me. He's like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he, said, he says, I know he's an asshole. He's like, let's just go to my office and chill for a while. And I just go sit in this, in this office and was just sitting there eating nuts and candy out of his bowl. And, everybody just, and then the bell rung and he's, and I said, I got to get my book. He's like, no, I'll go get it for you. <laughs> he goes and gets it. So yeah, it's just, just crazy shit like that. Like I'd be expelled today, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> We got to tell you guys about B-Res Coffee Company. That's right. B-Res Coffee is a small business established here on the Gulf Coast that was created for gamers by gamers. Whatever kind of coffee you like, they got you covered. Like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel flavored roast. Or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order. Jesse, right. where, where did you go to high school at? Uh, when I lived in, uh, on the coast, I, I went to Ocean Springs High. Okay. Hey, you went to the good, good high school. with the <laughs> yeah, yeah, fancy. I wasn't there for very long, but uh, yeah, that's where I went. We went to D'Iberville, where it was just like you were lucky to get an education. <laughs> yeah. You think you had it bad. I went to Van. Ooh, yeah. Wow. I don't know how to count. Oh, I didn't know wow. they had a school. <laughs> I went to school in a bar. <laughs> it's not a school. It's just it's some dude down the down the street that just holds classes in his trailer. S K O O L. Yeah, right. I I don't know if this is funny or not, but I was trying. I'm sitting here trying to think of stories from my high school, and uh, there was one kid who I showed up to school one day, 
and like the whole Bankley police force was there. Like, like we have 12 cars in Bankley, so all 12 cars were at the high school. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Apparently, and now remember, I went to high school, I graduated in 2018. So apparently some sophomore on Snapchat posted a picture of himself with an old 1800s flintlock pistol <laughs> and captioned it, don't come to shul tomorrow. He misspelled school <laughs> because he went to Vancouver. He spelled it S H O O L. He said, don't come to shul tomorrow. So whenever that kid came to shul, the 12 cops fucking arrested him. <laughs> they needed 12 cops to arrest a sophomore kid. And all I can Take say that is shit seriously. All I can say is I'm glad we didn't have Instagram, Snapchat, uh, recording. Yeah, phone you'd be fucked, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, I've always said I'd either be mega rich or mega in prison. (laughs) Yeah, you would be canceled. I'm just I'm just glad we got to go go through high school without any kind of like social media or anything like that, because you wouldn't be able to get away with anything anymore. Like the only reason you got away with all the shit you got away with was there was no record of it other than word of mouth. And it was sheer surprise. You know, you think like Jesse and I talked about this, how like, you know, you look at people like you look at the jackass and look at all those guys. There are eight. You know, like they were doing the same. They were doing all this shit we were doing. Just they had to wherewithal, you know, Ryan Dunn had to wherewithal to record it. Right. Yeah. And we just weren't recording. Um, but we were just we were suicide. Our generation was kind of coming up doing these things, was throwing people off. The school didn't know what to do with me. They just. They didn't, and then I was, I had good grades. I was putting minimal effort and had, you know, A's and B's. And so they were like, well, shit, he's passing. What are we supposed to do with this guy? I was the same way at the Iberville High School. I put in like the minimal of effort and still made like A's and B's, C's. I graduated like 60th in my class. And I think my senior year, I think probably 60% of my senior year, I was either, I I was drunk or, (laughs) tripping on acid <laughs> <laughs> i was like how did i graduate it's like, i'm thinking man if i just would have just drank wouldn't have been drunk i packed those days i may have been you know gunning for valedictorian yeah. or something <laughs> so, got a full ride somewhere man yeah hey, uh, i've uh i gotta cut out so i would okay say thanks for having me on thank you uh, so much jesse show yeah, it's good talking to you guys. You too, man. We'll have you back yeah. on again soon because uh, you guys. Bro. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, what what else was I gonna say? Like, just all the stories. Like, like I said, it, it sounds like it would be the type of podcast that's like you had to to be there to to understand the stories. But it, it, you're such a good storyteller that I think. If anybody from anywhere, like it's, it's such like a lot of it is coming of age type of stuff, trying to figure out who you are, you know, as a teenager. And that's something that everybody goes through. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's here or if it's New York or if it's LA or if it's, you know, Midwest, like everybody kind of goes through the same thing. And that's why I like listening to to the ones I like best are the ones where you talk about high school, because it's like everybody just trying to find out who you are as a person. And then the awkwardness. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to do what 
feels right to me, no matter how bad shit it is. <laughs> I'm going to be the most awkward and makes everyone else feel like they can do anything. Yeah, like you took yeah. your awkwardness and you just cranked it up to 20. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, man, my brain, yeah, I was just, I was so bored. Um, I was bored. I, I'm not saying I'd be like, oh, I'm just so smart. It was just. This just wasn't anything for me. If you weren't in the sports, you know, or whatever, it's like you're very limited. Well, that's the and thing. I wasn't in the sports either. I, and that's yeah. why I was so hardcore into the punk scene. Like, as soon yeah. as I found, as soon as I got a drum set, I found my purpose in life at that found point. I was like, yeah, it was like, yeah. just fell right into it. And that's shaped yeah. me as a human being. Yeah. I think, you know, that was what was weird about me, though, was that it threw people off, too, is that I didn't really. I didn't really fit. I didn't make myself just fit into a certain category. So I could go out and hang out with and be around any group. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh, the jocks and this and this and this and this. It was like, I was just, could just be around whoever. I just like, I'm a P I like people. I, I like like every, everything's a social experiment with me. And uh, uh, so I just like people and um, you know, I like to bring people together. So that's, what's fun about this show too. It's like it's bringing people together to laugh instead of, trying to be trying to debate things they don't know how, what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and getting angry over it you know uh so yeah it's just it's been fun man and like and jesse's just he was the um he just made it all so easy um yeah. put together I, without him I, I wouldn't have been able to bring this to fruition so quickly um and it's fun i mean it's like he said we're friends so it's, we're literally hanging out and talking and laughing and it's like our little uh kind of our therapy you know uh, each week to go and you know laugh and have a drink and you know hang out so um that's been great um there'll be more shows about like i haven't really talked any much about like punk shows and shows yet i mean that kind of that chaos some of the parties at my house jesus christ um that shit's a circus um you know that's all coming later and you know we we're talking about um you know the future how do we keep this going? How do we keep this engine running? And um, I mean, eventually, you know, it's like how many more stories and what can we talk about? Um, you know, we're going to start doing interviews with people, bringing more people on, um, getting their side of it, getting their point of view. Yeah, uh, that's what I want to hear is some of these people yeah. that are involved in your stories. Like, what is their what yeah. was their their side of that story? I know. Yeah, it's like David, <laughs> David, you know, Seymour was saying, like, he's got, um, you know, he was there the night that we was out in the woods and mm -hmm. fakeness and <laughs> he's got his i didn't even know where he was so he's got his whole part that i don't know even exists because i wasn't with him yeah um and like his his you know point of view and uh maybe even someone that was on the other side because i still talked to some of those guys too uh that was on the uh on the hammering end of us on that um situation so yeah, well, you know, just see where it goes and just keep making yeah. it fun. So what 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 kind of is your uh, what is your guys like kind of plans for for the podcast? Is it just sort of just seeing where you go with it or do you have like a kind of a not an end goal, but do you have like goals that you want to do with the with the show? I mean, we do kind of um we actually just discussed this this past weekend. Um we're going to do another another uh guys weekend soon and go out in the cabin and drink some good whiskey and um and just start kind of plotting things out i think it just kind of all hit us so fast and it's all just gone so well um i i, I don't think we really expected to just to just you know roll so fast 
And so we're, you know, we're going to kind of sit down and say, okay, we've got people reaching out who want to sponsor us and things. And we just had no plan for that. We didn't even know how to begin. So we're, we're learning as we go. I mean, there's some things that came natural, um, but a lot of things we're just, you know, figuring out. So I think you, uh, since David does know, uh, and I, not so much anymore, but I used to animate snippets of an old show that uh, me and my friend Wally used to do and used to do like minute long, two minute long uh, animated clips. And I think if you could hook up with a really good animator that knows how to do stuff really fast and Toon Boom or something like that and turn your episodes into animation along with the, the, you know, like just take the whole, like that whole first episode which is even though it's 30 minutes long if you could do a 30 minute animation to that audio of that show it would be i think you would have so that's that's actually the top of our list of animation um animation an animated um, you know series of stories was one of our first brainstorms of when we started this and uh we're actually doing some research right now trying to find an animator that would be willing to you know help us out and not break the bank too much i mean i understand they got to make a living too that's the thing with animation i used to do those little one two minute animated clips and it would take me like a month just to do like a minute yeah Yeah, (laughs) it's 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 extreme and so we you know what we're going to try and do what we're actually doing right now we're kind of looking on we already researched a few and we're going to see if um send them some clips just some like really short clips like a one minute something like that yeah. And then, uh, you know, in the story, like one little clip and um, have them animated. And it's we just kind of start doing some tests with that. Uh, it also gives us some kind of power to to like promote and show other, you know, try to, you know, we don't really know. Like I said, we're this is all un, uncharted waters for us and um, we're learning as we go. But, yeah, that'd be great. Animated series. I, I can really picture. I, I don't know if you've ever seen that Polytunes. I've seen that guy does a lot of them. He does like some for Joe Rogan and stuff. Yeah. It's hilarious when he puts all this stuff with it. And we're like, man, could you imagine having a little clip of like you dancing with your thong on on the table and this pirate and this midget? <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing was like that in, in animation would just be amazing. You know, it's just like, so yeah, we're looking at all that. I mean, it's really, you know, pretty broad. We're gonna sit down here soon and say. I think if you were to do that, even if you were to just do like a, I think a look, maybe a little three, four, five minute clip, and then shop yeah. it around to, yeah, some uh, different um, aggregators for like, you know, for streaming services. Somebody's yeah. gonna pick it up. I, I have one hundred percent faith that your <laughs> podcast is going to be. A, a a Netflix show or Hulu or something. Somebody's going to pick it up. Hulu. Hulu. I Hulu. meant to say, I don't Hulu. know what I was going to say, Hulu. but I meant to say Hulu. 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 Uh, we, uh, Somebody's going to pick it up and it's going to be, be great. Huge. I mean, it'd be fun. I mean, we, like I said, you know, we have, we, we both have jobs. This is just something we're doing, but we're also like, wow, this is so fun. And it's been, you know, it's just, we can see the potential in, in it, you know, and both of us are driven and, Having fun, so um, yeah, sky's the limit, really. We're just we'll just see how it goes. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I want to point out too, and uh, yeah, when we first started this, like Jessica Samuel, we did the test, and um, I, I didn't know how all this works, so I was messaging and sending DMs to like all these like influencers and everyone from Snoop Dogg to 
you know, but all in some of the, some of the podcast, you know, and I said, Hey, listen to our show. Tell me, you know, critique it. Tell me what you think. I don't promote it. And I mean, I sent it to all. And, um, to one of the podcasts I had listened to, um, it was Jason Ellis show. And, um, Mike Tully, who's on there, uh, he has Tullywood. He has some other shows he done. And he's got, this guy has hundreds of thousands of followers and he's, he's pretty, you know, pretty big. And, uh, I sent him a DM. He replied. I mean, he like, it was, I thought that was really cool. It was like, he sent this really sincere message back and said, I listened to it. He's like, man, he's like, your voice is just so unique. And, um, he's like, you know, you got good flow. He's like, I like that you keep them short. Um, yeah, he he critiqued it like he genuinely listened to it. I just thought wow, I was like, that's that was cool. That's I mean, cool. like you know, artists and creators just you know supporting each other, and I think that's what we try to do. And you know, and like David's done that for us, and you 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 here you are, and it's just cool for all of us to be doing all this positive stuff and just you know having fun, man. Trying to it's bring like, some joy to the damn world yeah, a little bit. Fucking sunshine. <laughs> no to the shit. World. But uh, but we're we're coming up to the end of the episode. Um, just want right. to let just say thank you for uh, for coming on the show. Keep doing what you're doing because it's it's totally fantastic. Like I can't I get enough it, of it. Yeah, um, and now I'm, I now I'm caught on to your your podcast now, and it's just fun. It's just uh, I love it, man. I appreciate you having us having us on today too. And uh, so tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. Olrob.com. Um, yeah, I've been told by my children, www uh, is not a cool <laughs> to say that, anymore. That's a you gen- need to put that. <laughs> so, um, we don't yeah, have so, to say it anymore. <laughs> yeah, O-L-R-O-B.com. Um, also, you know, we have merchandise. Got my shirt on today. Um, oh, yeah. I wear my face. And I put my picture up all over the house, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, Self-promotion, baby. You do that, too? I, hey. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> so... And uh, yeah, so you can also go to oldrobbrand.com or you can go to our store on our website. Yeah, check go, us out. Go yeah, check out the Old Rob really podcast wherever podcasts are given away for free. It's pretty much everywhere now, isn't it? Everywhere. Yeah, we were searching the other day and they, yeah, people just take it and they start playing it on their sites and stuff. Um, yeah, we're, what we're really trying to do is build up some reviews and like people go and you know, rate it and stuff to try to kind of bring us up the up the chain um and uh so we've been promoting that you know just reviews we're gonna have some contests soon win some shirts and beer mugs and you know all kind of stuff so uh be looking out for that be fun awesome well robbie thank you so much for coming on the episode tonight and uh jacob you got anything to throw out there before we leave this evening Yes, just that this weekend tickets are still available for the Daniel Van Kirk show in Mobile, Alabama at the Alabama Music Box. I will be hosting that. Go ahead and get those tickets so that you won't have to pay more at the door and come on out to see your boy, as well as the guy who, he was on Bob's Burgers. Who, who doesn't want to see a guy who was on Bob's Burgers? It's <laughs> fucking cool, man. And I'm going to get tased on Mother's Day. Hell yeah. That's, uh, Pretty much awesome. my weekend. And if you want to get that tasing video, you're going to have to be a Patreon supporter. So head over to, actually, let me go ahead and play our music. You can become a Patreon supporter over at openmikers.com. You can email us, openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We are at openmikers on Instagram and Twitter and openmikerspodcast on TikTok, which uh, we got a few videos over there now. So go check that out. And thank you for joining us. Thank you to old Rob himself. And we will see you guys next week. Later.